We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. I'm good. You have such a fun, interesting last name. Oh, thank you. And I don't know if you ever told me what it what it is. Is it something? Uh, yeah. No, it literally means uh, axle and rod, like the two main components of the wheel. Mm-hmm. We were uh, cart makers in uh, Kiev, old Russia. Wait, really? Yeah, true story. Ooh, yeah, that's and then, uh, fun. And then it, uh, it it transferred from generation to generation, and uh, um, we ended up in Detroit. Where I'm mm-hmm. from, uh, my grandfather was the chief designer on the OJ Mobile, the um, the, the Ford Simpson Bronco, Simpson yeah, the, Fo- the Ford Bronco, yeah, oh. the one that he got away in. Uh, well, it didn't ultimately get away, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they caught up to him. Um, but so yeah, we're, are you like a Ford money? Mm-hmm. Do you have money? And no, I, I don't, don't know ha- about it. I don't have Ford money, but I'm from. But yeah, my grandfather was uh, um, was a, like a big exec, not executive, uh, an engineer at, at Ford. So within two generations, no car skills whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> None. So does that mean your grandfather has a patent for wheels on a Ford Bronco? I don't think so. He's dead. So he's. Oh. Uh, so I feel like I would have it at this point. Do patents get transferred from person <laughs> to person after death? I don't know. <laughs> I have 16 question. patents from all my dead relatives. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it, right? Like, I mean, it's his thing. Just like uh, the money. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're uh, I'm from car stock and have mm-hmm. uh, no abilities in the field whatsoever. Fair. I love cars. And I used to know a lot about cars. Really? I could probably still change my oil. I don't think I could change a flat tire anymore. No. I don't know how to do that. I but just I can don't want like to. check fluids and stuff. I could do all that. I love cars. Really? Yeah, when I was little, I would memorize the Consumer Reports car edition and Whoa. then like recite facts to my parents <laughs> and they'd be like, "Great, Nicole, we're glad you <laughs> like something." I was like, "No." Mm. Uh 
Yeah, no, I have I have none of those. I have no abilities that uh, that pertain to hands. Like if you can if mm-hmm. you can if you could touch something and make it better. Not you, me. No, <laughs> everything Fair. I touch is worse. Oh come on! <laughs> what about like gardening or like having a succulent where you touch no, it every day? No green thumb. Okay, uh, fair. No, I really am bad at everything with your hands. You—that's a lie because you're a writer. You write with your hands. That's true. Uh, okay, I'm bad at everything except for one thing with there hands. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. Are you single currently? Single currently. How long have you been single? Uh, well. That's a good question. Uh, Like single meaning no one to call my girlfriend or for me to call their boyfriend um, forever, for like as long as time. (laughs) Single in the sense that like I'm not actively dating anyone at all. Okay. Probably like uh, six months, something like that. Okay, cool. Um, Are you on dating apps? Are you on, you're not on Tinder? Mm -mm. Bumble, no Hinge, no OK Cupid. I've been on Tinder and I've been on OK Cupid. My thing is always and 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 I was I was I was dissuaded from doing this mm-hmm. and I knew it was a bad thing when I was when I was doing it, but uh, but did actually have to be told to stop. Whenever I would get like sick, like I would get like a head cold or something mm-hmm. like that, I would sign up for Tinder and uh, because I was lonely and there was no okay. one to take care of me. And then, as soon as I got better, I would cancel. T- I would. I would uh, uh, end the app. Yeah. So, would you have sickly conversations with these yes. women, <laughs> yeah. and then just never talk to them again? Not n- well. Uh, y- well, sort of. <laughs> not. Yeah. Ex- not. Ex- that's not precisely the way. Well, there was one where I. Uh, yeah, we went on like. I got sick. I signed up for Tinder. We we matched or whatever the term is, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we we got to talking, and then I, I set up a date with her, and mm-hmm. didn't get better from my sickness in time to go on the date. Okay, and so we continued talking on the phone for mm-hmm. like a few like a few more days, and kind of killed it. Like it was like we liked each other enough to meet in person and mm-hmm. then we didn't have a chance to meet in person. We went out this one time and then, yeah, it just sort of fizzled from there. But otherwise, yeah, before the date would ever happen, I would realize like what what I was doing was, well, I was real. I would realize what I was doing was bad, but also that like <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't really interested in mm-hmm. uh, the dating part. It was just, uh, I don't know, I would get sick and I would get so depressed that there was no one to take care of me. Ah. And so, yeah, so eventually someone was like, you know, that's a really selfish thing to do. And I was like, uh, now I do. And now so I, I'm now just I wondering if all the men I've messaged are just sick people who <laughs> have gotten better with vitamin C and, <laughs> yeah. and Benadryl and that's why they've ghosted me. Yeah, and I think that's probably the case. I mean, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's better to believe that... Uh, uh, is it well? I don't know. Is it better to believe that there are people like me out there, <laughs> or that it just didn't work out? I don't know. Uh, I, I think, think it's nice to believe that someone like there's an actual reason that someone yeah, yeah. was like, "Oh, it's something I do when I'm sick, and now I'm better." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is a bad thing to do. You would agree? Yes. Like it's bad- very, very <laughs> yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I don't do it anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, Good. But, but every once in a while, I. I uh, like I had a head cold last week and it did cross my mind. <laughs> You're like, oh, I can't get out of bed. Better start shopping for women to take care of me. Honestly, like uh, um, 
uh, Amazon Prime just like replaced like that that <laughs> design. Like it was just like there was I clicked an uh, Amazon Now I think it was called or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just brought me the soup that I needed. And just up to that point, there was just no one bringing me that soup. That's great. Amazon is just a savior for single <laughs> yeah. people who are yeah. sick. That's right. They're yeah. like, I need someone to take care of me, and they're like, a robot will deliver you <laughs> yeah. soup. It'll be great. Yeah. So, so when you were on dating apps, what what messages would you send to women? What's an opening message? I never send an opening message. Really? <laughs> no. So you always wait for women to re- like uh, reach out to you first? Uh, n- no. Uh, it's well, not that I wait for that to happen. Uh-huh. I just don't. Uh, yeah, I just I, I don't. I don't think I like dating, and so I. Uh, <laughs> So I think it ends up it, – I, I don't find myself uh, – well, okay. One, I don't really know how apps work. Okay. So I don't frequently get the message when it's sent to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you make it so that like you actually receive the message. Like when I signed – when I was on OkCupid, if I signed into OkCupid, mm-hmm. then I would see this little like message thing and I would click on it. But it would just be when I signed in. It seems like other people receive them like text messages. Is that accurate? You have to turn on your notifications and then if you turn on your notifications, then it'll like pop up like where your texts are. It'll just oh, be like, yeah. like on your home screen or whatever when your phone's mm-hmm. locked. It'll be like, oh, you got a Tinder match or you got a Tinder message. Right. Uh, so I didn't ever get those. Okay. I, mean, I mean, I'm sure I got yeah, I don't think I matched with that many people anyway because I didn't do – I also still don't – I've always had a hard time with like uh, – like I can't differentiate between like shampoo and conditioner. And I think like uh, I never feel comfortable that I know which one is right versus – is it left is the good one or the bad one? You swipe right for yes, left for no. Okay, But yeah. also you don't know the difference between shampoo and conditioner? It takes – I have to like look at the bottle and read it. Yeah. Okay, uh. fair, but also, <laughs> why don't you just get a two and one? Well, those don't work very well, don't you? I mean, I don't know. I've always, I always felt like uh, they leave you with like fr- uh, frizzy, dry hair. Fair. Um, I mean, I just, I use two separate ones. Yeah, I yeah. Was just, I was just trying I'm to help two, you. Yeah, no, out. no, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate the help. Uh, or you could buy a brand where there's like a pump for the shampoo and then a, like a yeah. pouring spout for the conditioner. That way, you wouldn't have so much trouble. No, it's true. I'm I, like I, at this by at this point in my life, like I, I know that the the black bottle is the shampoo mm-hmm. and the white bottle is the <laughs> conditioner. Okay, but I still read them just to make sure that, that I get it right. I very recently just put conditioner all over my legs in a hotel room because I thought it was lotion. Turns <laughs> out it was not. What happens when you? Because uh, somebody had told me recently that like that on those days where you want your hair to like obey or whatever but like you don't want to wash it you can just mm-hmm. put conditioner in your what is conditioner do you know what conditioner is i think conditioner makes your hair soft is that okay so all it does or is just... it is a lie yeah. that the hair companies have told us that we needed for our hair because yeah. i've also washed my hair with like a bar of dove soap and yeah. been like ooh, it's soft yeah I, I mean i have to believe that soap is soap uh, yeah, soap is soap. I don't think shampoo's like restoring anything. Yeah. I that's what conditioner they're like conditioner like repairs your hair and I'm like, "How? Uh, it's uh, on for 5 minutes yeah, and then yeah. you wash it out." Yeah. And and it is weird that you have to leave it in for so long. You like, do. Cuz shampoo you just wash right out, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then conditioner, you have to like leave it on your hair for like a couple minutes. Yeah. I was staying at my friend's house and I washed my body with conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say is I have the same problems yeah, as you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, it was not my shower. And right, I like right. squeezed it. And I was like, this is not lathering right. And then I like started going for it. And I was like, ew, what is wrong with this, this yeah. fucking body wash? And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, I think this is her boyfriend's fucking conditioner that I've slathered on my entire body. And then I was like, also, I've wasted his conditioner yeah yeah i felt like a, a fool and i had not told her about it because i felt like i was like how do you bring that up that i yeah. used a half a bottle of your boyfriend's conditioner well, you bring so it up I on a podcast said anything yeah i'll tell yeah. her later okay i want you to read my okay. tinder profile because okay. i'm on tinder yes and it's just it's a shit show it's really awful everyone's a piece of shit uh <laughs> yeah. but here's my profile okay Am I supposed to read it out loud or just read you it? You can read it out loud okay. and then describe the pictures. That, yeah, like swipe through the pictures. Okay. This is a good picture. Hey, thank you. Um, He's talking about the first picture where yeah. I'm holding a big old dick. I'll hold it up to the mic. Hold it right up to the mic. People, can see they can see. Our listeners can see. Good night, Sashir. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is... What? I heard you downstairs. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, yeah, that's what I say to my dear friend. The, uh, the um, whatever you call it, I guess the the person, person just, wait, so there's the more, profile. there's more. Profile. It says, I, I got a fat ass, so if you're into that, hi, and then there's a lot of hi emojis. No, it's goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Oh. Oh, if you're not into that, goodbye. Uh-huh. Well, how can you tell the difference between hi and goodbye in your emoji ways? Because it's the way I'm saying it. I'm not saying I have a fat ass if you're not into it. Hi! Right, right, right. That's true. Please! Yeah, no. I missed the not. You're oh, right. okay. Um, oh, you're less than a mile away currently. <laughs> it's weird that it says where you are. Um, Grinder tells you by the foot. Really? Yeah. It's a gay dating Wait. app. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll literally tell you if they're in the house. Are you, do you have a Grinder account? No, I don't have a Grinder okay. account, but I know things about Grinder. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about anything. I'm 40. I don't have to know anything anymore. You're 40? Yeah, I just turned 40 this year. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, thanks. But I feel like all this stuff is in the rear view now. Like it's like <laughs> I'm allowed to like I'm kind of, okay. This is going to sound sad, but I don't care. I'm allowed to just die. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, sure. Yeah. I'm allowed I'm, to. Uh, 40s a long time to live. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I did it. You just pass away. Uh, okay, uh, I like people with a sense of humor because life is too fucking long not not to laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, down to DTF, down to figure skate or fuck or farm or fly a kite, whichever is easier. Uh, is this this next part the twenty eight for f- friends? Oh, that's, that's just like Facebook or whatever because okay. you have to log in with Facebook. Is this a good profile? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think I mean I think it like it, it it doesn't like lean into sense of humor in a way that like that will that will maybe disengage people who mm-hmm. don't who aren't in our world, but it does still like reflect sense of humor. Um, you say who you don't want to respond to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, down to figure skate or fuck is is just a that's a uh, those are that's a funny phrase. Mm-hmm. I okay. like it. Okay, yeah, great. All right, so I'm gonna look through the pictures. Mm-hmm. The first picture is very good. Okay. The second picture is good, but it's it's more of a distant picture, and okay. there's a Christmas tree in it. Yes, which I do think is probably going to uh, um, it's probably going to turn off certain people. So I don't you know think? if that's an issue. Yeah, well, I think that it suggests religious, and you're oh, and I don't think of you as religious. Interesting. And I think that a lot of the people in this world, uh-huh. uh, on top of not being religious, don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, okay. So it's something to consider. 
I mean, I'm 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 thinking about this harder than I probably would if I was on Tinder, sure. but because we're on this podcast, mm-hmm. this and is a I'm very good picture. Yeah, it. yeah, that's a very good picture. Ah, thank you. Yes, that is a selfie of me in a mirror looking very glamorous. <laughs> this is a funny picture. That's this... me trying to climb a bookcase yeah. in a onesie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figure you got to show the body because I am a fat lady, and I feel like fat ladies are like, no one will know if I just show them my face. And it's like, bitch, when you walk up, he's gonna know. When you're waddling, like you gotta tell them beforehand. Yeah. Well, I just yeah okay that that makes sense. Um, I just think yeah, it's a good picture though. I think that was a good choice. It's a it's a fun one. Um, yeah, no, I think these are good pictures. I think it's a good profile. Okay, I think that like honestly, I was expecting it to be a little less take yourself seriously. Um, ah. which is not to say that I like wanted it to. Oh, so you thought it was gonna be way more jokey than it is? Yeah, I thought it was okay. gonna be more uh, more of the vibe like. Uh, uh, more of a take it or leave it kind of like go- okay. goof off kind of vibe, mm-hmm. but it does seem like you are l- like legitimately looking for positive responses. I am. Yeah, yeah. So and I think I'm that's getting good. very, very few you, of yeah. them. Uh, yeah, I had noticed that I w- when I was on Tinder for like the you know I would never be on for longer than two weeks, so it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to really assess. But yeah, I didn't get a lot of good I didn't get good responses either, mm-hmm. um, or I didn't get a lot of responses. Uh, what would women say to you as an opening line that you were like, "Oh, this is great! I got to talk to this lady." Well, I gotta say that I'm, I'm going to preface that by saying that I, one of the things I found very confusing about Tinder was that you would see so many people you knew on mm-hmm. it and I didn't know how you were supposed to respond to that. So I found that like a lot of times what was intimidating me, like a, the head cold thing is legit, but it's mm-hmm. uh but <clears throat> that aside, it was just like all of a sudden I would match with somebody that I didn't know if I just knew them from the comedy world and mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was supposed to, but those would be the conversations that I would end up having. And it, you know, I mean, I think it seems, it seems to me that, like the point to Tinder is that when somebody matches with you, you should just know that they like you. Or if mm-hmm. they don't, if they don't match with you, then they don't like you. And so I would match with these people and still not know if they liked me. And it was uh-huh. sort of like, well, what's the point of this? I could, I could have this at the bar, um, and I r- routinely did. Uh, just no clue whether or not somebody. And I think it's a hard thing about like where we're at in the world right now. Is just like that. It, you know, I mean, I have tons of female friends, mm-hmm. and my dad didn't you know like he had a couple mm-hmm. of them but for the most part the women that he was friends with were women that he was fucking probably you know mm-hmm. and Fair. so yeah so I, I think that can be like a, a hard thing so like when somebody would when somebody would message me and i didn't know them mm-hmm. i think because i had had this like pavlovian response to the ones that i did know i would suddenly think like all right, what is, like, this is a scammer, right? Like, this person is, Mm -hmm. like, not necessarily even the catfish thing, but just, like, this person is going to murder me or something like that. (laughs) And then it just, like, maybe they probably wouldn't, but it wasn't worth finding out. That's very funny that you thought that women were on Tinder looking to murder. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know. And that's the thing is that then I would have to, like, I would really have to reconcile with, like, the, the fact that, like, Oh, if I'm feeling this, then they have to be feeling that way about me. Because I'm like a large dude who like... You're very tall. How tall are you? Six, three, six, four, something like that in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, they have to they have to be wondering about me too. So you have like had conversations with people you know on Tinder? Yeah. And then when you saw them outside of Tinder, would you be like, we had a good conversation? Would you bring it up or no? Uh, I would just, I think I was very intimidated by it. Like I wasn't okay. sure. Yeah. I'm, I've always been like a little bit 
probably romantically shy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, um, yeah, I'm not like uh, I'm not a real forthright guy when it comes to my feelings. Probably in general. Fair. I feel like a lot of men. Yeah. Aren't forthright with their feelings. Yeah. Um, I don't even know that I'm forthright with my feelings to me. Like, I don't even know if I actually know <laughs> what I feel. Fair. Are uh, you in therapy? No, but I have been thinking. I have been thinking about it. It's been a long time since I did therapy, but I've been thinking about going back. Are you? I like. I'm in therapy. I like my therapist. We've been working on some things. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're working on my intimacy issues. Oh, yeah? Because we just figured out that I have ADHD. Yeah. Which caused like which triggered like a little bit of depression. So then uh, I'm on medication for that, and the depression's it's not gone, yeah, but yeah. it's like cleared up a lot. Yeah. So now we're working on my intimacy issues, and it's oh boy. Not fun. No, yeah, yeah. No, I've been to I've been to a decent amount of therapy, and I've definitely worked on those specific mm-hmm. issues. And uh, and yes, I will I will uh, corroborate your story. Not at all fun. Uh, not even fun to acknowledge that you have them. Like no. that first step of yeah. it. Like I, mean, I like, think yep, I deny I have it. Problems. Yeah. Uh, help. <laughs> so wait, you have not. You've only gone out with one girl from Tinder. Yes. Yeah, uh, yes. And yeah. how was that first date, not knowing someone? Like, have you been Bad. on many blind dates before? No. Um, I haven't been on many dates before. I mean, I've been on, like, yeah, I've been on a few, um... But uh, no, it was bad. It was like uh, it was mm-hmm. like I had a bad time, and I felt like she had a bad time. <laughs> and then this is the thing that people always like. And this, I've acknowledged that this is probably not the right move. But like I've done it a few times, and like, and I do, I do struggle with figuring out how to get out of the cycle. It's just like sometimes I'll decide, like, eh, this person is showing no signs of really liking me. I'm going to mm-hmm. do them the favor of just like leaving them alone. And then people are like, no. You have to give people the opportunity to tell you that. Yeah. Uh, but I was just like, uh, that sounds so uncomfortable to me to have to say to somebody like, uh, it's you. I don't want you. <laughs> and it's just like, and I don't know that, uh, I don't even feel like I don't feel that way. But every time that I've ever had a conversation with somebody that was of that nature, that's mm-hmm. always, that's always the takeaway is that like, it's felt personally. And my thing is just that like, uh, um, well, it's not. It's never personal with me. Like I go really, really. Um, well, I try to go out of my way to find the, um, like the sustainable relationship, like mm-hmm. whatever it might be. But it's it, it's it's hard. Like if if it starts out as dating, it usually feels like it's either dating or it doesn't end up kind of anything. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's never my intention, but my intention is to just be like, I don't know, whatever the other person wants me to be. And that's probably not, that's, that's probably not good. You gotta be yeah. you. I know. I think if someone was like, Nicole, it's you. Yeah. It's not me. I'd right. be like, all right. And I'd yeah. probably be like a little upset for a little bit, but then also I'd be like, oh good. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that you were like, no, it's you. I don't really like you, mm-hmm. and you're you're not for me. Yeah, yeah. I think I would prefer that other than like someone ghosting me or something. And they would never be like a straight up. Well, it would. My intention would never be to straight up ghost. It would be more like a situation where, uh, you know, like like with uh with a girl I went out with like a few times recently. Mm-hmm. It was a situation where I felt like I was always 
I was always instigating the conversation. Mm-hmm. It was I was never I was always the the first person to text, and I was the last person to text. And then after like a after a, like a couple of uh, a couple of weeks of it or whatever, it was just like you know this person doesn't like me. If they liked mm-hmm. me, they would start the conversation. And so then I was just like, all right, well, um, I'll wait for them to start the conversation. And then they didn't. And so mm-hmm. I think you know I think on some level I'm ghosting, but I was also just sort of like willing to be ghosted and I don't know what the I don't know what the protocol is like I I honestly don't know what the right move would have been and I think one of the I think one of the the one of the reasons that I suffer through this like I, one of the reasons that I struggle with like this kind of stuff mm-hmm. is that I had a really long term serious relationship for how long that um, well it wasn't really long term but it was, uh, like a couple few years like somewhere in That's that range long and more than a year is very long to me yeah yeah it was I want to say it was like around two years and uh uh, maybe a little over. And um, and this overlapped with when text messaging happened. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was in a relationship before text messaging, stayed in the relationship until text messaging became, like, a thing people knew how to do. Mm-hmm. And then I never learned how to do it dating-wise. I never mm-hmm. learned how to, like, flirt with it. I never learned how to, like – I am I can barely emoji. And, uh, <laughs> and just, like, I'm, you know, I feel like uh, um, it stifled me. When it came time to like be a modern day dater. dating man, yeah, it's funny to use emoji as a verb. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know how to emoji. Yeah, yeah, that's very funny. So, okay, you said that the girl wasn't initiating conversations back with you, mm-hmm. but then for me, I'm like, I don't want to do too much and annoy him. Right, right, right. So, like, do you do you know what the the fine line is or what the happy medium is? Well, I, I think it's a, I think it's simply a situation where like neither party is really thinking too much about it. Like the, he, mm. you know he's he's texting you some, you're texting him some, and it just feels mutual. But mm-hmm. like when it doesn't feel mutual, especially like when we're in you know dating is a vulnerable thing, and like in order to have like a good or bad relationship, but it, but let's focus on the good ones. You have to be willing mm-hmm. to like take risks, you know? And I would find that like when I was feeling vulnerable, I wasn't taking risks. And and sometimes it would just be like, you know, that girl that I went on the date with through Tinder, like when mm-hmm. we were just when before we actually met, we were trading a lot of back and forth stuff. It felt very like organic and and that and that's that seemed good. I agree, like if someone's not responding to you, then you don't want to you don't want to blast them. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like any of those situations where I felt like I was being the blaster after like a short period of time, it was like, I don't want to be that person. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be, but I'm not sure. Like, yeah. So, I, so I would say, uh, um, a person, I mean, you know, in the situation that I think we're describing, like, uh, you gotta be willing to take those risks, but a person does have to like, I mean, this is a, these are strangers, you know? Mm-hmm. So like a person does have to be a little analytical about it. Don't you think? Yeah. I get real in my head about things. Yeah. Like too much. Oh, so much. Like I was I went out with this guy for like a month from Tinder or whatever. And then I was like, well, why isn't he doing X, Y and Z? And then I was like, I wonder if he's even thinking about me the same way I'm thinking about him. And then he essentially like ghosted me after like six dates or whatever. And I was like, that's too many dates. I feel like you owe me just like a little bit more than that Mm -hmm. because. He was like, oh, I just I need to like focus on some other shit. And I was like, "Okay, cool. But then we like kept texting and then he just like stopped. And I was like, well, I guess he's focusing on his other shit right now. (laughs) Right, right. I guess I'll never know. Better start a podcast so I can talk about it over and over and over again. Uh, Has he been on? (laughs) No, but I should ask. ask He's not a comedian. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I did ask. 
one one of your friends I asked and he said no. Really? And I was like, okay. Yeah, he didn't want to talk about how we made out and then had a fight about whether he was going to come into my house in an Uber. <laughs> Which I think is like very funny. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I would love to know what you were thinking during that because I was wasted. And then another guy was a producer that I hooked up with once and he was like, eh, no. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's fine. You're not a performer. You don't have to talk to me about this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, and then there's, I have like one non- comedian that I'm trying to have on because I peed on his floor <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just got to hear his side of yeah, it yeah, and yeah. how he cleaned that up the next day. <laughs> yeah. His life was wet. <laughs> oh, God. Very silly. So, okay. So, what? You talk first. Okay. Um, so, uh, how, like, how many dates do you think is appropriate before having a conversation about like intentions? Um, that's been that's been like a real concern of mine. Me personally, I feel like I'm getting older, so like I want to know mm-hmm. what yeah. what you're thinking. Like four dates in, four dates. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I think like after four dates, we've either slept together or like we've talked about like what we want. Yeah, yeah. And it's like if you don't, if you're not looking for something serious, tell that person. Yeah, because after four, I feel like. Because if you go on a date a week, four is a month. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So after a month of spending time with someone, and especially if you're doing like long dates, where mm-hmm. like you're doing trips to the beach, or like yeah, yeah. you're doing a movie and a dinner, or like spending chunks of time together, I think it's like after four dates, mm-hmm. that's like what three, six, like almost like ten hours together. Like, just, yeah, that's you a gotta, lot of time. you gotta tell yeah. me what's up. I agree with that. I, I, I my number had always been three. Ah. That like that anyone worth going out with once is mm-hmm. worth. Three times at least, like that. that mm-hmm. That's uh, that's that was that had been like, um, that had been the approach that I took to it. Was just like if if you like somebody enough to spend some time with them, then give them a chance to like don't just blow them off after yeah. one. But like at at three, it was time to like have a conversation about like, um, what are we thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like if I liked a person but didn't necessarily know if it was going somewhere, then I would give it as many as another three dates to assess. Um, okay, so you give up to six dates. Six would be at, to completely at, assess. Well, at, at six dates, six dates would mean that like after three dates, I still wasn't sure, and there are a lot mm-hmm. of reasons why I might not be sure that have very little to do with the other person. That uh, I mean, a lot of it for me is like uh, is the same. You know, basically, I'll have to eventually go to therapy for the same reason that you <laughs> go to therapy, and I just have to acknowledge that that mm-hmm. like that sometimes. Um, sometimes I'm resisting a feeling that I'm having and other times I'm, uh, yeah. And other times I just think that like, that if you just decide that the relationship, this romantic relationship isn't going anywhere, then you deprive yourself of like the chance to potentially have that friend. You can't force somebody to be your Mm -hmm. friend if there, if there was like a romantic thing going on beforehand, but it seems like any sort of blow off is, it's over. Like the, mm-hmm. any possibility of it is over. Okay, we gotta take a break right now, but hang on to your hats, cause we gonna come back for more fun. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. 
access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code date me 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y.com newly with two U's with code date me 20 newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. This show is sponsored by better help. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, it's interesting that you said three dates mm-hmm. is the time you allot to see if the person's worth going forward because we went on three dates. <laughs> yeah, that's true, And actually, you yeah. made a choice at the end of the third date. You said no more. But I, d- well, 
that's one of the reasons that I was actually interested in coming on this podcast <laughs> is that I didn't feel that it happened that way, oh. but I felt like um I felt like I started a conversation that went badly very quickly and I didn't intend for it to and mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do about it. Okay, let's talk yeah. through it. Sure. So we met at a mutual friend's wedding. Yes. That was a glorious, beautiful yeah. barn wedding in North Carolina. And then all of us were on the same flight back and we had had brunch at this like cute little yeah. Whole Foodsy type place where we, I don't think I met you at the wedding. Yeah, at the very least like, we didn't bond at the wedding. No. Yeah. Were you in the groom's party? No, no. no. You were just an attendee. I was also, I was injured at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't do a lot of like, there wasn't a lot of activity. Oh, um, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. I uh, actually, on the flight there, mm-hmm. um, uh, tore my meniscus. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I couldn't really walk. Wait, you tore your meniscus on the, uh, the flight? airplane, yes. How? Because when you're my height, yes. and and so this was a mistake that I made, and this was a mistake that you did not make, which was okay. that um, because there were so many of our friends there, mm-hmm. knowing that I'm a, a of a size where first class is mandatory, yes. I'm willing to spend the bucks. I'm sorry if you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> poor folks. Screw off. We're having a Sorry conversation. About it. We yeah. have money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, money. So uh so I, I chose to sit in the back mm-hmm. and uh and so uh so I bought like this round trip ticket in coach mm-hmm. so that I could sit with uh with um are we allowed to say our, our like friends' names and yeah, stuff sure. on this? I so, so I could sit with Joe Saunders mm-hmm. um on the flight back. But on the flight there, uh, my knee was tweaked uh, because of the seat in front uh-huh. of me so badly that when I landed, I there was like just a little tear in the meniscus and I oh, couldn't walk. Shit. Yeah, so I was able to like I, I got through the wedding and stuff, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I like yeah until we left the wedding. Yeah, I don't think I made any new friends, and you were no. a new friend. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. new friends. So we met at that brunch. And then you went to the back of the plane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the front of the plane yeah. drinking lots of vodka. <laughs> yeah. You had a good time. <laughs> oh, I had the best time. I took off my bra. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the time of my life. Yeah. yeah. So like I boarded the plane and by the time like you, Marcy and mm. Paul and Joe True. had gotten on, I was double fisting with my bra in my hand. <laughs> yes. I was having the time of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then we started texting. I. Yeah. Well, you texted something to. Our mutual friend before before oh, that. Maybe I texted yeah. him to Marcy, and then Marcy got your number for me. Uh, oh no, Joe. I DM'd you. Texted you. Joe. Yeah. Oh, I texted Joe yeah, to yeah. ask Joe if you were single. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yes. Yeah. So then I DM'd you on Twitter. Right. Yeah. And was like, take me on a date. I think I demanded it. Possibly. And then, because that's just you know how I live my <laughs> life, just demanding things from people. So and then we went yes. on a date. Mm-hmm. We went to Poobel. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice. Yeah, I had a good time. And then I was like, ooh boy, this is great. You took me home in that mm-hmm. Subaru. Yes. And then uh, we went to our second date. You came over. Mm-hmm. We watched, I think, a movie or maybe we just yeah. talked. I don't remember. Uh, no, we just we just uh, hung out on the couch. Just hung out on mm-hmm. that couch. And then we went to uh, a bar where you live. Yes. Yeah. On our third date. And then you said, I don't need you anymore. Get out of my life, you <laughs> dusty bitch. No, that's not. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. I don't know why it's important <laughs> to me that your listeners. <laughs> no. <laughs> ben said to me, get yeah, out of my life, you, you dusty bitch. And yeah, I said, I but I, I'm not dusty. I took a shower. Yeah. Oh, you dusty. <laughs> uh, no, I. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah. So why uh, won't but... you date me? Why didn't you date me longer? <laughs> well, uh, it was, okay. So. 
Um, I didn't have the intention of it ending mm-hmm. on that day. That wasn't what I said. My <laughs> what I said was I don't want to do this anymore. What I had said was, and I don't remember the specifics, but like the uh, the the gist was like mm-hmm. uh, I basically wanted to talk about how we were feeling about the situation because my mm-hmm. feeling was that like that I wasn't sure where it was going but that I liked you enough at, at the very least as a person that I wanted to do a few more mm-hmm. but I was sort of saying like I'm is this enough what we're doing right now is this enough and uh-huh. it sort of spiraled a little bit from there and I didn't know how to get it back on track and then I went home and I was like I was thinking about all right how can I like how can I uh uh I don't know if I felt like I needed to redeem myself but mm-hmm. I definitely felt like Things had gone awry. And so then I, th- I slept on it. And when I woke up, I had some text messages from you mm-hmm. that made that suggested to me that like that I needed to be definitive, that it was either like I should either say, yes, I'm feeling this mm-hmm. or I should say, no, I'm not feeling this. But that what I was intending to say was I wasn't sure how I was feeling and ah. that we should like uh, that part of it was that like that. Well. I guess I want to go into this one part of it that I think was important, but like maybe led things okay. down the bad path, which was that like right before we went to this wedding, I was in Detroit, Michigan, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I had had this like I had this like internal monologue about how it was time that I start saying like yes to things like dating in general. And that so I had said I said these two things to myself that then ended up backfiring a little bit. One was that if someone asked me out on a date that I was going to say yes, unless I had a reason Mm -hmm. not to, but two, that I was actually going to spend some time thinking about what I was looking for in another person. And Mm -hmm. one of the main things that I had decided was, and this, this came up in our conversation was that I didn't want to date someone that was under 30 at that time, that Ah. I felt like that something had changed in me when I turned 30. And that the main thing was that, um, uh, well, I'm not exactly sure what had changed. Now that I'm 40, whole new things have changed. <laughs> but uh, uh, those are all penis related. Okay. Um, so, uh, no, but um, but yeah, uh, my feeling was that like that I wasn't really interested. I really liked you as a person, mm-hmm. but you came along and you asked me out and you did represent these things that I had decided like weren't probably right for me right now, which was that uh-huh. you were under the age where I felt like I was, I was like, I wanted someone who was over 30. At least I thought I did in my head. And I wasn't really interested in dating within comedy at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, and I can't remember what the other ones were, but those were like sort of the big two. Mm-hmm. And then you came along and and you asked me out and I said yes. And I had a good time with you and I really did enjoy – but but it was sort of hard to reconcile like which one of these am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to say yes because I'm – because this is my like little yes man period mm-hmm. or am I supposed to stick to my guns and say that I'm looking for something very specific? Because in my – I think the main reason that I was looking for someone over 30 was a feeling that um, – because I because at that time I was like 38, so I was like mm-hmm. approaching 40, which meant like I don't do a lot of I mean I don't date a lot in general, but I really don't do a lot of casual dating. Like for me, when I set out to date somebody, like the last person that I that I dated, she's probably gonna hear this. It's gonna blow up in my face. It's terrible. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just owning it. Uh, I thought I was gonna marry her because in my mind it's like I don't want to do any dating unless in my unless I could see it going mm-hmm. to that place, and it felt like you were in a different place, Very, and yes. that like that that was always going to be an issue was that like one of us was going to have to compromise where we were Mm -hmm. at in our lives. And so as a person, I was like, um, 
I I can't think of someone that I've found more interesting to spend time with. That I I mean, I, the thing was, one you said something about me at the time that was like. It was attractive to me that you recognized it, and I also recognized it in you, and uh-huh. I liked that a lot, which was that you said I had very kind eyes, which is something mm-hmm. that people say about me frequently, is that I do I do consider myself to be someone who uh, is compassionate towards others. And I felt that same way about you. Like, comedy is great, but I didn't consider it even close to your best quality. Oh, and, my God. And so, so I was enjoying the time, but then it all of a sudden was like, all right, so I have to, I can't, I can't let her, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I'd already felt like I had let it dangle and I didn't mean to, but I just didn't want, I, I really wanted to be the person behind the kind eyes. Like I just wanted to be the guy who was like, I didn't want to, you know, like you said, you can't just like, you have to be you, you have to be mm-hmm. real. But at the same time, like I wanted you to know that like, regardless of what the situation, what's, you know, what situation presented itself that like, I think you're top notch. Like I think oh, that you're a great person you. beyond like the comedy is like so Comedy is so mm-hmm. latter to me. Like it's so uh, we're all so you know you could be you were you were in this room by yourself before I got here and you were laughing hysterically. You can make yourself <laughs> laugh. I can make myself laugh. Most people in comedy can make themselves laugh. Mm-hmm. There's always something else that I'm looking for. And sure. um, and so so I really wanted you to know that like I, I thought you were a tremendously like special and important person. Oh, thank um, you. But I also didn't. It also just didn't feel like. Uh, it felt like at a certain point, someone's feelings were going to get hurt simply mm-hmm. for the reason that like um, we were at different stages in our life. Yeah, yeah. And I do think I don't think you thought you conveyed that very well, but I do think you did. OK, good. I think I you, thought I did terribly. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, I think good. you actually said the words. I think we want different things. Yeah. Which is like, I wasn't mad or anything. I was just like, oh, what a bummer. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought this was, this could have been something. But I mean, yeah, like you were looking for marriage. And I think we had a conversation where you were like, I want kids. And I was like, oh, I hate children. Yeah, yeah. I don't want them at all. And that's like a big thing. Yeah. And it's like, that's good to know, you know, straight off yeah. the bat. So I don't think it went bad. I think it was good. Okay, good. Because uh, you didn't ghost me. Um, no. I thought you did a really great job of saying what you meant, knowing full well that we have so many friends in common yeah, yeah, and yeah. that like we would run into each other at yeah. times and that you might date someone who's a friend of mine and mm-hmm. we would just be in each other's lives, you know, yeah. you know, uh, peripherally for a very like forever. Because yeah. we do comedy. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I think it was handled well. I don't okay. think you should feel bad about it. Oh yeah. No, I didn't like ultimately like feel bad about uh, it. I left sort of feeling like Huh. I wish I, I wish this had gone slightly different, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure what I. <laughs> How? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, and I, and I I think it. At least for me, I think it. I always people will say this thing, and 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 when I when I really think about it, I I do like I do understand the value in it that like mm-hmm. that you uh you're hung up on the last person you fucked, you know. Yes. And I I, I see that happen quite frequently, but I don't know how to rebound like I don't know how to like something like the relationship doesn't go quite right and then I'll mm-hmm. be like all right we'll try this again in like six years yeah. and that tends to be what I do <laughs> I try to like really just get back on the horse after I yeah. d- like dwelled on it for hours and talked it out in the most annoying way possible I'm sure my therapist is really sick of me. I'm just like, this man, he was mean and I liked him. Is that your go-to? Is it your therapist that you usually talk to or are you like open with friends? 
I literally have a podcast where I could talk that's about true. it. That's I true. <laughs> will talk to anyone who will listen about my boy troubles. I talk to friends. I talk to my therapist. I talk to my dog sometimes about it. Yeah. And my dog is so dumb. He never says anything of value. Yeah. And I'm just like, Clyde, come on. Charlie, what about you? And they're just like, feed us treats. Um, so here's a question. Why do you think I'm single? And I know you don't know me super well. We've only been on three dates and been to one wedding together. True. But why do you think I'm single? Why do I think you're single? I should have thought about this before because it was something that you you, you prompted me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, why do I think you're single? I think that, well, um, I I will say that I don't actually know who truly interests you. Like, I mean, okay. and that's, that's going to, like, that's not the answer to the question, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure in a man what it is that you actually want. Like, it sort of seems like um, you go in with certain expectations that mm-hmm. it's going to kind of go poorly and you play that up <laughs> comedically. Uh-huh. But as a result, I, you know, and I and I, I did feel like you liked me, but I didn't feel like I was necessarily like, um, yeah, I didn't know that I was, I, I didn't, I didn't come away feeling like I wasn't your type, but I also didn't mm-hmm. come away feeling like I was your type. I just sort of felt like we went on some dates and stuff and then like we assessed it. But, um, uh, but I feel like I'm single because I want something very specific and mm-hmm. I haven't exactly found it What do exactly you specifically want? Um, I know I, over 30, what? not in comedy. Uh, honestly, uh. This is, I shouldn't have mentioned that because now I have to say what it is that I actually want. I am very uh, – this is bad. Um, oh, I can't wait. Uh, I uh, – do you know what uh, ASMR is? It's that, like a woman touching like a, a table being like, it's a nice table. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, or like, yeah. like yeah, touching yeah, like, things, like very, like uh, very amplified, like audio yeah. stuff, and like a lot of like, uh, um, basically, I'm just looking for someone to help me to feel calm, and I never get that out of comedy. Like okay. comedy is, and you know, when I've anytime I've dated in comedy, they're really fun situations where we like stay up laughing until three mm-hmm. in the morning, and then I wake up the next day and I'm miserable. And really, I just like want somebody, whether it was like a musician, or, like a soft. A soft voiced sing, like, you know, uh-huh. sh- Chantouse, is that the word maybe? Chantouse? Uh, like a, a female singer or whatever. Like or Jewel. Like, yeah, well, not Jewel, but My yeah, like a. Uh, small <laughs> and, uh, or Bjork. Uh, not, well, not that. Uh, I'm trying to think of who a good example is. Um, part of the problem is that they're all like, any singer I can come up with is like 23 years old. And so, so you want like, an older, soft-spoken singing lady? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know what person I want. I just okay. want that thing. Like I want okay. somebody that'll like help me to go to sleep at night. Like somebody that like when I talk to them, I get calmer mm-hmm. as opposed to like getting more amplified, more excited, like more jokey. Because um, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to like ever turn off and I don't mean like the comedy thing I just yeah, mean like as a the person entire, as yeah. a human your brain and yeah. everything that makes sense and and so yeah I found that I was looking for like um, uh, somebody that would help me to feel like calmer in my day to day life somebody that would like um, yeah and then there are just like ASMR stuff uh, which if you if if, uh, if you're listening out there and you don't know what it is it's uh uh, I think it's audio sensory median response. Uh, and it's like a lot of stuff that like gives you like 
you know, like tingles and stuff like that. It's like people mushing bananas being like, nom, 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 <laughs> So I don't listen to those ones. <laughs> but uh, but it, so it's not even romantic for me. It's just like a feeling of calmness that I don't that I don't know how to generate for myself. And most other things I know how to generate for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I can cook for myself just fine. I can like I'll clean say the apartment. This. Yeah. I don't know if you're looking for a partner. I know. Or if you're looking for inner peace. Yeah, you're right. You're that's a And those are two separate things. You're right. And and uh um you no, know, that's uh uh that's some heavy shit. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Well on that note, yeah. Ben, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Uh, you can listen to uh, my my podcast with uh, with the the wonderful Madeline Walter, yeah, yeah. who I love so much. She's the best. She's just so great. And is are we allowed to say she, it was her wedding that we it met? It was at? Madeline's yeah. wedding. Was Madeline, Madeline and and, and, and the equally great Ben Green. Uh, yep, another Ben. Yeah. They're the perfect couple. They make me so happy. I love them so much. Yeah. But yeah, where can they listen to your uh, your def- podcast? Definitely on- dying. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. We're through uh, the UCB Podcast Network. Um. Yeah, check us out. We we talk about health and hypochondria and crap like that. Nicole was on. She I was, was great. on an episode. Uh, it was fun. It was really, yeah, really you. fun to do. Yeah, you were great. Thank you so much. If you are listening to this podcast and you like what you hear, I would like you to rate it five stars. And when you rate it five stars, I also want you to say something where you're hitting on me. <laughs> and if you say something nasty enough, I will read it aloud on the podcast when I record. You can do something like this was a tweet someone tweeted at me. Girl, you can sit on my face and wiggle around. Or <laughs> let me find this other one. Oh, I can't find it. It was another tweet about my ass being very fat and they, that I could back it up into them. So anything <laughs> fun like that, the more offensive, the better. Uh, the grosser, the better. Uh I think things like that are very, very silly. Um, So, yeah, listen to Ben's podcast. Uh, Keep listening to this. Subscribe. Love it. Whatever. Okay, bye-bye. This has been... A Team Coco production. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.